Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Liza. And you're listening to Disney Channel. No. Welcome back to Zonked. We made it to episode three. Whoop whoop. Today we're going to talk about all of the positives of friendships, like how to meet new people, especially right now, how to hang out with your friends and have wholesome time spending together. Without spending money. And how to maintain your friendships, along with some other topics as well. Such as the negative friendships, like knowing when it's time to cut out those toxic people in your life, maintaining healthy boundaries with those who don't bring you joy, and we're going to talk about frenemies. how to tell if they're a good friend, or if it's time to go. We have a very exciting surprise. We're joined in the studio today by our first official guest, Caroline. Yay! Hi guys. Hi Caroline, we are so excited that you're here. How does it feel to be our first guest? It feels amazing. Thanks for having me, I'm super excited to be here. We're excited to have you. We're actually gonna go ahead and jump right into it. So here we go. I feel like we should talk about how Jackie and I became friends first, just to get a little background. Our friendship story is over a span of a few years. We met in college at our university's rec center, where we worked, but also as distant acquaintances for about two years. One thing that I really find funny about our relationship is the first thing Jackie ever said to me was that I should quit that job because I was not that good at it. And this was in a group chat of like 140 people, and one day I was just like, bro, just quit. And she did. Trendsetter. Oh, oh, quit as a lifeguard? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, so we didn't really have conversation that was deeper than pleasantries until after I had graduated because I was still working as a swim coach and Liza was still a student employee because Liza's a year younger than me. Eventually, I found my big adult job and I would go visit Liza at her house all the time. So you came to my off-campus house to hang out with me and my roommates and go to homecoming. While you were there, you encouraged me to apply to the job you had started working at and that's how I got my first job. When you started working with me, part two, I, <laughs> I helped train you. And when we went into this pandemic, we were on, if not on Zoom together the whole day, you came over to be here with me so I could train you and give you all that extra support that you could. Cause this was the first week that you started your job. We went into work from home. As you all might've heard in our last episode, we mentioned how we are no longer with that company, which only brought us closer as friends. And I'm very grateful. As they say, whenever one door closes, another door opens. And we did start a podcast together. <laughs> so you're right. <laughs> Since Caroline is our first guest star, I think it's important to also highlight how we know her. Caroline and I are currently in the process of deepening our friendship, which I'm excited mm, about. Me too. We have known each other since college because we also worked together at the pool, but I haven't had the opportunity to really get to know her until Liza and I had become better friends. Now I'm in the process of deepening my relationship with you, Caroline, Aww. and I'm excited to do so. Yeah. And it's all thanks to Liza. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to thank me. It's actually really funny that we all worked at the same place. It's the same origin story. Caroline and I became close friends during our sophomore year, discussing how much we love Drake. Drake. Like, that was our life. We love him so much. And we decided to live together our junior year because we were just becoming great friends, and it was probably the best decision we've ever made. 
Yeah, we definitely became best friends through living together junior year. Then we actually decided to live together again senior year. So we hey. lived we lived in a house of five girls and actually four of those five girls all worked together at the pool that we met Jackie at. So I think that just goes to show if you're in college or grad school and you have the opportunity to get an on-campus job, you definitely should because it's a really, really good way to make friends. Highly recommend. Who knows? You might meet your closest friends. And yeah. I did. Yeah. Carolyn, I absolutely love that you said that. I'm so excited and I agree completely. I think making friends at work is an essential way to meet new people. What do you ladies recommend in terms of right now, how to meet new people? I've been meeting people through mutual friends. You know, it's hard right now meeting people, especially during this time. Yeah, honestly, this past year since graduating college, I have been making friends through my boyfriend, which is kind of weird, but I've gotten really close with some of his friends, and one of his best friends has a girlfriend, so we've been hanging out doing like double dates and stuff like that, which has been really fun, but I really want to hang out with the girlfriend kind of one-on-one -on -one and introduce her to my friends so that we can be friends on our own without our boyfriends. Kind of actually be friends. Like, yeah, it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's a very sweet thought. Yeah, that's thought. so nice. Did I ever tell you guys that I joined a soccer beer league <laughs> no. after I graduated from college? Wow. What happened was, through a mutual friend's older brother, I joined this beer league. Complete strangers, all older than me. I was the youngest on this entire team. I was like 21 when everybody else was in their 30s and trying to have kids. It's really interesting to have these connections now because these aren't people that I hang out with normally, but we still update each other in our chain email and they want to meet my puppies and they are excited to see me again. I'm excited for the world to open back up because these are people that I wouldn't consider my friends, but people that I enjoy spending time with. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a fun way to meet people. So. 10 out of 10 recommend joining a beer league when things are normal again. Definitely do it. Talking about wholesome friendships and all the friendships that we love and adore and everything too, I think it's also important to recognize when somebody's being a toxic friend and knowing when to cut them out of your life. Yeah, let's unpack that. Let's identify those red flags. Here we go. Uh, one red flag that I've had is if you have a friend that is mooching off you and just expecting you to basically provide for them, you just feel like they're constantly taking from you and never really reciprocating, that's a red flag. I overheard one time, if you're not feeding me, f***ing me, or financing me, then baby, what is you doing? <laughs> oh my god. Another example of a red flag is somebody who just never supports your thoughts or interests. If you get really excited about something and they just shoot you down, if they generally bring a rain cloud over your aura, it's a toxic friend. Like Caroline was saying, it's two-sided. It's not one-sided. You need to reciprocate. Yeah, for sure. Or if they make no effort, like you always are the one who has to reach out. Yeah, you're the one initiating 100% of the time. It's not mutual. Like that's so one-sided. Another one is trying to be like you, you know, dressing like you, starting to talk like you. That can happen over time, but if it's a week into it, then it's like, ew, creepy stalker vibes. That is a big red flag for me. If they are kind of a bad influence on you, for example, if you're on your grind and you're trying to work really hard to achieve your goals and they're not matching that energy and you notice that that same mentality is rubbing off on you, that's definitely a red flag. 
if you have tasks to do and this person is just like you should blow off all of your tasks and do nothing with me all day that's yeah that's yeah that's a red flag that's not a positive impact on your life that's actually gonna hold you back and prevent you from doing what you're meant to do ladies i would really value your input on what you think we should do about toxic friends well i had a friend who ended up hooking up with a guy who had hooked up with another friend and she had involved me in that relationship that she was having but she needed me to keep it a secret from my other friend so i was pretty much put in the middle of this whole situation and it ended up being on me to come out and tell the truth for her to then drop me it was unfair of that friend to put me in that position a good friend wouldn't ask you to lie yeah to she really hurt me and a lot of the people involved it was really disappointing blaming others for your own problems yeah toxic trait know it tried to drag you through the mud too that is a toxic friend oh my god so i just decided to move on and we just do not really communicate anymore good for you <laughs> if you feel like you are walking on eggshells and telling them white lies to preserve the friendship or don't feel any joy or excitement when you hear or think about them it's a sign to cut them off and out of your life you know if you hear somebody's name and you just go yeah like yeah you roll your eyes remember it takes two to tango. Nothing is one-sided. Exactly. Do what is best for you and your mental health. Your 20s are for having fun. Your 30s are for defining yourself. And 40 is older than I ever want to be. And I'm all for like trying to work your issues out with a friend, but sometimes you just need to cut a off. I had this one friend who moved away to the Philippines and I went to go visit her. When I got there, after spending 27 hours flying across the world to go mm. see this girl, she proceeded to scam me. I'm not kidding. Scam me for everything. Like, we would stay in hotels and she would expect me to pay for them because she didn't have any money. And her family owned this salon that we went to. Like, I got my nails done or whatever. And basically, she told me, just give me the money and I'll give it to them. So I'm like, okay. She never gives it to them. And then later that night, we're out to dinner and she spends that same money that I gave her. And I'm like, that's suspicious. Red flag. <laughs> so red flag, then red flag. a couple days later, we went back to that same salon and I'm looking at the menu with the prices on it. This charged me more than what was on the menu. So I confront her and I'm like, why are you making me give you more money than what this says? And she was like, well, that's what they told me. <laughs> so don't they own it? Like basically I had to cut that off i'm not the kind of person to do that i like to work things out with my friends but yeah. in this but you case have your limits yeah like what are you gonna say there's nothing you can say to really make that right has anyone experienced a frenemy i haven't oh i have honey i mm. my first frenemy i think was in high school for some background i went to an all-girls catholic school and competition was very serious between us as women know competition between women is more aggressive than competition against men it's fierce <laughs> And it came down to it with this one girl, everything that we did was a competition. School, student council, sports, boys, literally everything it came down to. Like if I wanted to talk to a boy and she found out I was talking to this boy, she would then start talking to this boy too and start flirting with him and taking him away from me every time I was talking to him. And I was just like, bruh, he asked me to prom, bruh. <laughs> so annoying but it was at the point where i was like we're not friends but i don't hate you but you're not my friend you are my enemy i like that you brought up competition because i have this one friend 
we've known each other since high school too and we've always kind of had this weird competitive relationship like we went to different colleges and she was super competitive about that with jobs and boyfriends she had to be better so recently the last time that i hung out with her it was a bunch of us we were drinking at her house i left early and i found out my frenemy was basically talking about me to my own boyfriend like trying to psychoanalyze me and like, literally literally just saying like, she's that psych major oh, oh my god yeah like as if she was my therapist trying to pick apart all of the reasons why i am the way i am and try wow. to explain that i need to go to therapy and i'm like this to my boyfriend like you think he's not gonna tell me and me and him were not in a really good place that night and for her to go and talk and basically add fuel to the fire yeah. of my own relationship jesus christ yeah. how old were you when this happened this was a couple months weeks Recently. ago like very oh recent. my god yeah. like how high school of her it was how yeah oh my god we're not in high school anymore sweetie yeah if you're listening to this no. sorry not sorry <laughs> How rude of her to disrespect you, your friendship, and your relationship like that. What was her motive? It certainly wasn't to help you. Yeah, like she tried to make you look bad, but it's impossible. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Meeting new people is a really great thing to do for yourself, but I think it's also important to talk about how to maintain your old friendships. What about the friends you already have? How do you stay connected? Last episode, I mentioned that friendships are mainly proximity-based. So when we all moved away from school, hanging out and communicating with your friends is very key to the survival of the friendship. On that note, Caroline, how have you been maintaining your friendships? Well, it's definitely been a lot harder since graduating college because I moved back home with my mom and because of COVID, like I can never have people over because it's just not safe. So we've been going out to eat a lot and going out to get drinks and that's been really fun, but it does get expensive. It's kind of been tough lately. So I definitely miss the days when I had my own place and I could just invite my people over and I really can't wait to get my own place so that I can kind of get back to just casual hanging out with friends it's important to have free fun and that's yeah. a, that's a huge aspect of living out of your parents house and that's something that i really appreciate about the fact that i don't live at my parents house i totally understand what that yeah. feels like yeah checking in on your friends just remember it's like a plant you have to water it in order for it to grow even if it's a cactus even if it's a cactus here is a list of activities wholesome fun that you can have with your friends. Like movie nights. And sleepovers and going to the dog park. Or you can have adult prom, arts and crafts night. Even car rides. Those can be fun. And bachelor Mondays, let's not forget. <laughs> the absolute best thing on this list, bachelorette Mondays. Bringing together this episode, everybody, we want to remind you that this pandemic is temporary. You will be able to meet people, hopefully in the near future. A simple hello can take you a very long way in person and online. Just don't be creepy. Don't be creepy, though. <laughs> Set boundaries with those who annoy you and don't bring you joy. Yeah, making friends right now is really hard, but it's important to always try and expand your circle. One goal that I have always had, especially since starting college, was to make one new best friend a year. I feel like every single year in college, I could trace back that I acquired one new best friend, and each of them definitely changed my life in a way, so I feel like that has been a really great goal because you never know how much one person can impact your life and what you can learn from them. 
Another goal, I think that's fantastic. Another goal I try to do is whenever I think of somebody, I'll shoot them a text or a Snapchat or something and just say, hey, just thinking about you, hope you're well. And that even just a brief back and forth, hey, Hope you're well too. Yeah. Just pouring a little water on that plant. That's all exactly. you're doing. Yeah. You're just feeding it. Exactly. And do not, I repeat, do not keep people around for their sake. It is your life. Do not live for other people. Make sure you're living for you. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any relatable experiences or want us to cover any topics, make sure to follow us at Zonked Podcast on social media or message us through our website at zonkedpodcast.com. This has been Jackie, Liza, and Caroline. Stay Stay zonked. zonked.